if BSA is scout-led, then this undoubtedly is their committee meeting. Today we're going to be talking about the PLC. Welcome to Scouting on Purpose, the only podcast for leaders looking to grow and improve their unit. I'm your host, Mark Cherry, and I am passionate about the scouting program. And in my 10 years, I have learned a few tips and strategies that when used will improve your unit because a quality program is no accident. But before we get into it, Let's talk about today's camp gear. Today's camp gear is both a necessity and a curse. And that is the headlamp. I'm talking about a curse as in every scout, when they want to come talk to you, always has that headlamp facing straight into your eyes. So scouts, it needs to face the ground. But it is also a necessity. And... I think for obvious reasons. Now, I subscribe to the camp of let your eyes adjust and only use a headlamp or a flashlight when necessary. But they are a necessity. So my recommendation is to have a headlamp with two brightness settings. One for the trail and one for while you're digging around in your tent but they should also have a red lamp setting. Now, red lamp setting is really good for when you're in your tent and you just woke up and have to rise for that unforeseen situation and and you gotta open your tent. Well, the red lamp isn't going to blast your eyes as much. So two brightness settings at a red lamp. Now here's where we're going to start a controversy. I personally do not like my headlamps to be rechargeable. I want them to have batteries, preferably the same batteries that my flashlight uses, and that is AAA. Why? Well, if I didn't charge it, if I didn't stay on top of that at home, then whenever I go camping, my battery may be out before the end of the camp out. But with batteries, all I got to do is keep a fresh set of batteries in my backpack, or in my case, my chuck box, and throw the fresh set of batteries in, rock and roll. Now, if yours has both rechargeable and battery, well, more power to you. I got a couple of them that I'll post down in the description. Uh, One is my favorite, and the other one is just one I normally see a lot of people use. But today we're going to talk about the PLC, or that is the Patrol Leaders Council. So what is the Patrol Leaders Council? Well, the Patrol Leaders Council is where you plan the activities over the next month. That is the troop meeting, that's the camp out, that is all the stuff. What scout skills are we going to be working on? What rank requirements are we going to work on? What games are we going to do? to practice our new skills that we just learned, or to just to have fun. What activity is happening? Are we going camping? Are we going to go to a, a overnight camping in NASA? Are we going to go to a museum? 
Those are the things that happen at the PLC. It gives a reason to the why. Why be a patrol leader? Why be senior patrol leader? It's more than just being in front. It's more than just being the leader. It's also about having a voice in the PLC. Otherwise, it's one person decides everything and well, what fun is that? I didn't enjoy this camp out. It's their fault. Or it's, I want to have a voice in what happens next month, so I'm going to go for patrol leader. So who sits on the PLC? Well, by name, the patrol leaders council, obviously the patrol leaders are on there. If the patrol leader can't make the meeting, then he would send his assistant in there. The scribe is also at the PLC. It is so that they can write down the minutes or take any notes that need to be made. This is where we're going to be going. This is what we're doing. Like They write it all down. And then, of course, the senior patrol leader. They're running the meeting. They organize, they run, they keep it on track. It's They're practicing their meeting management skills. And then... The scoutmaster is there. The scoutmaster is only there to offer guidance and mentorship and to put a debauch on something that is not going to be safe. For example, BSA troops, they're not allowed to go whitewater rafting. So the scoutmaster would be there to say, you can't do that. Or let's figure something else out. I don't think we're going to be able to do that. The scouts can decide that we're going to go to Alaska and go on a two-week camping trip. Well, well, that's when the scoutmaster would step up and say, can't do that. We don't have the ability to do that. It sounds fun, but we can't do that. But ultimately, it is the scouts' show. They're the ones that decide where and when and what we're doing. So why have a PLC? Well, planning makes things better. Think about it. When was the last time you were on a committee and you did something, but you just kind of threw it together? You didn't really plan anything out. Probably didn't go that great. So given the scouts the opportunity to learn crucial planning skills, planning ahead and saying, this is what we're going to do. And we need to have X, Y, and Z ready before we get there. Those are skills that they have to have. But this is also, it is their troop. And as such, they needed to decide what is going on in it. This is where that happens. It's not on the floor of the meeting room because everybody cannot be happy. But if the patrol leader council comes together and they decide that we're going to be going to do this, we're going to go hiking because we need the hiking miles for the merit badge. Well, then that's much easier to control than an entire room of scouts. This is their troop. And as such, they need to have control over it. I went over this last episode, but if we adults did it, then the scouts would never really learn anything. Sure, they may get all their ranks and they'll earn Eagle, but they didn't really learn anything out of being scout-led. So the PLC is... The ground roots 
of where all that happens. So what does a PLC look like? Well, here's a simple generic version of a PLC. And it's kind of what most of us use in the corporate world for a business or for a business, for a meeting model. And that is the call to order. This is where the senior patrol leader asks all the scouts to, all right, all right, all right, settle down, settle down. Let's get, let's get going. Could be five minutes, depending on how rowdy they are. Could be longer. But the call to order is where the senior patrol leader starts the meeting. Then there's a roll call. And this is where the scribe would want to write down all of the scouts who are in attendance. Then a patrol report. And this is where the patrol leader can tell the senior patrol leader about how the patrol is going. And like always, the patrol leader will say, oh, good. So the senior patrol leader can ask leading questions. And that would be, how is your patrol getting along? How are they forming? Are there any issues? Are they, is everyone ranking and advancing okay? Then you move on to old business. So if at the last PLC, they had to table something for another time, perhaps there needed to be more research done. Um, this is where you would want to bring that up to finish discussing it. And usually the scribe will say, okay, at the last meeting we discussed X, Y, Z, and we never came to a definitive answer on this. And the senior patrol leader, all right, great. So let's talk about this for a few minutes. Then we get into the nuts and bolts of the PLC. And it is, so we got a big event coming up that's going to be scouting for food, or it's going to be Weeble's Woods or Camporee, or we're going on a really big hiking adventure. Who's going to be responsible for what? Who's going to look at the agenda? Who's going to look at the itinerary? Who's going to be uh, talking to all the scouts about how to pack their bags? Who's going to be leading the adventure? Who's going to be the navigator? This is where the big event of the month can be planned. And then you move on to a regular troop meeting planning. I've seen this done several ways. It could be where there's a scout skill taught and then practiced in the game. I've seen just games show up, oath, law, or pledge, oath, law, games. The point behind the games is to, to help encourage the patrol method. If the patrols aren't getting along, this is where maybe practicing working together will help them get along better. And the SPL will lead that section. Finish it up with a brief overview. This is what we discussed. This is what we're going to do. Next month, we're going to be doing yearly planning meeting, whatever. And then you, you're all done. Hour tops. And all you're planning is the month and the event. Because usually most troops camp or do an event once a month. 
Uh, and then the yearly planning PLC could take a little longer, but that just really depends on the scouts, how well together or how well they have ideas where they want to go. If they don't know, it could take forever. But if everyone's got a list of five places they want to go to, that he's, you know, the patrol leader talks to his patrol. They come up with five places they want to go to. They go to the PLC. These are the five places my patrol wants to go. But that's it, guys. The PLC is not magical. It's not forbidden. It's just the senior patrol leader and his patrol leaders planning the troop. This is the secret to a great troop. This is the purpose behind a successful troop. This isn't a hard thing. For some, it may be new. And for you scoutmasters that are like, you know, we should start using this. Expect it to fall on its face the first couple of times. Because it's all new. The scouts don't really have a good idea of what it is that they're trying to do. But that's okay. Encourage. Tell them, hey, better luck next time. These are the areas that we could work on. These are the areas that went great. But planning your meetings and your events ahead of time, instead of a day before, is what's going to make your troop successful. That's what's going to make the other units or the other scouts want to join your unit because they do cool things. But before we head off into the dad jokes, I want to give you an example. My unit did not use a PLC in the way that I was explaining today. They met PLC as a post-campout debrief. And it was up to the SPL to plan everything. And it was okay. Uh, there was a couple of SPLs that did a fantastic job. There's a couple of them that did not do a fantastic job. But that's to be expected. But I realized something. That they don't know what they don't know. They don't know we're not using the PLC correctly. They think that's exactly what it's supposed to be. So I sat down and had a PLC and I told them, I need you to plan the next year's activities. And they did. And we're going to be going to NASA. We're going to be going to a park to canoe. All because I told them, this is your show. They wanted to go on a canoe trip. So we planned a canoe trip. They'd never been canoeing before. The troops never been canoeing before. We did other different activities. This past weekend was our canoe trip. Six miles. Not a lot by some standards, but for this troop it was a lot. Because they've got bigger things in mind. They want to go on a canoeing, camping, overnight trip. Saturday evening when we got off the river, every scout was smiling. And we were only on the water for six hours. They had the time of their life. 
They did not realize that their muscles were sore. They didn't realize that their butt was sore from sitting in the canoe. It was awesome. They want to do it again. So that's just a little example of it is their program. And maybe your troop doesn't know what it doesn't know. Maybe your scouts aren't having fun because they don't know what doors are open for them. Maybe your council has a fantastic shooting sports. And I'm willing to bet you all you have to do is say, my troop wants to go camping at our council's camp. What do we got to do to get the rifle range opened up? What do we got to do to get the shotgun range opened up? Maybe the shooting instructor can teach the shotgun merit badge to the entire troop. But whether or not we do it is entirely up to the scouts. Giving them full ownership of what's going to happen is a, a surefire way to make sure that they have fun. Because if they have a say in it, they have ownership of what's happening. So now it's time for everyone's favorite section of the episode, the dad jokes. How do you make seven even? You take away the S. And this graveyard is starting to look overcrowded. People must be dying to get in. <laughs> so guys, it's come to that time of the episode where there's a call to action. We are only sitting at 42 subscribers. And I would like to see that number get up into the hundreds. And there's only so much that I can do on my end. We're out there. We're on Instagram, Facebook. We got a website. I'm trying my best to advertise as thrifty as possible. So I need your help. Tell your friends, your fellow den leaders, your fellow scout masters, tell your community chair, tell your people in your district that there's this podcast that you just enjoy listening to, whether you receive good information from it or not which I hope you are, but I need you to help spread the word. So please go out and let people know about the podcast. So before we let you go, let me hit you with some deep thoughts. Actors only pretend to work. And your alarm is technically the theme song that starts every episode. So guys, as always, go out, have fun, and don't forget to scout on purpose. <laughs>